Hey Riley, what's up? Coming up on HIGMT, Refresh Model S delivery day finally happened this week. Tesla looking for autopilot testers in the US and Canada. Tesla end of quarter push from Gigafactory Shanghai and creeping around Tesla delivery centers is a thing. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, June 12th, 2021, episode 46 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. So Tesla did an odd thing last week. They outright canceled the refreshed Model S Plaid Plus. A couple of weeks ago, Tesla announced that the Plaid Plus version would be pushed into 2022, and Elon posted to Twitter that the Model S Plaid would be sufficient and that the Plaid Plus would no longer be needed. But Plaid Plus was to have a top speed of 200 miles per hour with a 0 to 60 time of 1.99 seconds and finally have an expected range of 520 miles. According to Tesla's online design studio, the Model S Plaid has the same specs as a Plaid Plus aside from a lesser range with 390 miles. There is still a long-range version that is $50,000 less expensive, but has a 412-mile range, 155-mile-per-hour top speed, and a 0-60 to time of 3.1 seconds. There's no word on any new spec changes for the Plaid version, at least not yet. Maybe we'll hear something at the Model S delivery event on June 10th. And while we were waiting for the refresh Model S delivery day, YouTuber and drone operator Tesla Fremont Flyover gave us a brief look at the sheer number of Model S's waiting for delivery. Seen in the video, you can see hundreds of Model S's in every color available, all of them with the new steering yoke and what appears to be mostly dual motor, long range versions. Tesla must have been very busy ramping up production in the second quarter of 2021 to have all these Model S's ready for delivery. And we also have some additional drone footage of the delivery day setup that was underway in Fremont just a couple of days prior to June 10th. InsideEVs.com seems to think that it would be relatively short, similar to the Model 3 delivery event that happened in the summer of 2017, where Elon drove a Model 3 for a bit and had a short presentation followed by owners taking on deliveries. And that's pretty much exactly what happened on delivery day. Elon drove a Model S Plaid around their test track and gave a short presentation and concluded the event with no new hardware or vehicle announcements at all. In total, the event clocked in at around 20 minutes and that was pretty much it. I must say I was a little bit underwhelmed to watch. I'm not sure why Tesla schedules these events when it's so dark. You really cannot see anything that is being mentioned. I really think that they should have scheduled the event for the golden hour, which is right around sunset when the light is just right to get the best video and pictures of whatever is being presented. TorqueNews.com has some highlights from the event. The refresh Model S is the second safest vehicle Tesla has tested right behind the rear-wheel drive Model 3. As expected, Tesla reiterated the 0-60 to 60 time of just under 2 seconds with a quarter-mile time of 9.23 seconds, making the Model S Plaid the fastest production vehicle in the world. A total of 22 speakers surround the driver and passenger, giving everyone quite the experience while driving or even parked watching streaming videos or playing video games on the hardware that is comparable to the Sony PS5. There's also new heating and cooling systems, which are capable of repeated speed runs of 0 to 60 without any issue, and charging speeds have dropped significantly. 15 minutes of charging will get you 187 miles of range. After the event, there were some demonstrations of the infotainment system, and it looks like Tesla has their very own video game controller that might be available for purchase. The Tesla controller is not the only one that you can use. You can pair controllers from Microsoft and Sony to play Cyberpunk 2077 at 60 frames per second if that is more your speed. 
I know that Tesla has started deliveries for the refreshed Model S. Focus online seems to be pointing towards the refreshed Model X, which we have not seen very much on, at least not until this past week. Thanks to Twitter user at WholeMarsBlog, we now have lots of pictures of a Model X Plaid that happened to be around their Fremont production facility. The Model X configuration was a six-passenger version and it had the expected steering yoke and eight-inch second-row screen. With expected deliveries for the refreshed Model X still seven months away, I suspect that we'll be craving more pictures and videos such as the one noted on the Tesserati.com website. Yeah, and that was pretty much it for the Model S delivery event. It was pretty short, about 20 minutes long. And, uh, you know, it was interesting to see, uh, you know, everyone excited to, to finally take delivery of the Model S. Um, I think they were originally trying to get deliveries out for February, and then that got pushed to March, and then that got pushed to May, and now we got pushed uh, to the beginning of June. So I'm happy for everyone who was able to get their Model S. Um, like I said, uh, I'm not exactly sure why they... <laughs> why Tesla is so insistent on having these events when it's so dark out. Um, Elon was uh, talking about, you know, the, the what went into, uh, I guess, a carbon-reinforced uh, rotor for the motor, and they were showing uh, cutaway videos of uh, the motor that's being used in the refresh Model S, and you really couldn't see any of the detail because it's so bloody dark out. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure why they... they you know, have it, uh, you know, when it's so dark, it'd probably be better if they were to start the event, uh, you know, just closer to uh, sunset or just after sunset. But uh, I don't know. Overall, it was, uh, it seemed like it was a lot of fun. And I seem to think, I, I thought I saw Ryan McCaffrey in the crowd at the very end of the, uh, of the presentation. I'll have to listen to his podcast to see if he actually made it out. But I think I saw him somewhere in the crowd uh, right before they cut off the presentation. Uh, I think he was right in front of Elon Musk, who was uh, I guess he was taking questions from people who were happy to be nearby. There's a deep crimson red Model S body at Fremont, and thanks to drone operator Tesla Fremont Flyover, we may have the first hint of new colors that might be available at Tesla's production facility in California. Elon Musk personally has a Model S in the very same color and has previously mentioned that the paint shop at Gigafactory Berlin will be capable of more complex paint colors than what currently exists. So I'm wondering, is Fremont testing out these new colors first? I wonder if Tesla will be expanding the available colors once Gigafactory Texas starts Model Y production. Maybe at the end of the year we'll have some new colors for us to drool over. And while we're talking about Fremont, Tesla has applied for new permits with the city requesting changes to the General Assembly Area Number 4, which is that tent-like structure that was constructed for the production of Model 3 is now being used for Model Y production. So I suspect that retooling of the GA4 would allow Tesla to make use of the new front castings that have been recently scattered and stored at various locations at the Fremont site. Tesla is looking for autopilot testers in the U.S. and Canada, and if you have the time and the flexibility needed to become an advanced drive assistance systems test operator, this might be an opportunity for you. Interestingly, the requirements are not all that stringent. You would have to have a valid driver's license with a clean driving record, the ability to read and write in English, experience with Microsoft Office, and the knowledge of autopilot and driving systems along with command line experience. Having the ability to travel to other countries would also be a requirement, probably to test out autopilot systems on streets and test tracks outside of North America. Sounds as though Tesla is looking for more real-world data before they launch their full self-driving feature to the general public. There's still no positions here in Ottawa, but if you live in the Toronto area, you might want to check out Tesla's career page for more information. 
There's lots of buzz online about Tesla's end-of-year push to get out as many Model 3s and Model Ys into the hands of new Tesla drivers. In May alone, Gigafactory Shanghai exported 11,527 Model 3s. Video from the port of Zeebrugge in Belgium, I'm hoping that I'm not butchering that name, uh, has massive amounts of vehicles parked and ready for delivery throughout Europe. So many that there's Model 3s as far as the eye can see in every direction. Same thing goes in the port of Kembla in New South Wales, Australia. Row after row of parked Model 3s being delivered from Gigafactory Shanghai. So I'll link out to the Tesserati.com article in the show notes below. It's really impressive to see everything coming together for Tesla from Gigafactory Shanghai. I can just wait until Gigafactory Berlin comes online this year and starts producing Model Ys. And while I mentioned Gigafactory Berlin, Tesla has started initial production runs in the Model Y. Although a great milestone, these production runs are set up to test processes within the production facility and to identify problem areas before full-scale production begins in the later part of 2021. Now, it should be noted that Tesla still needs to get their final permits before we start to see Model Ys being produced. But it's good that Tesla was recently given the go-ahead to test out their production runs. Here's something that I never knew was a thing. YouTubers visiting Tesla delivery centers and logging fit and finish issues that could be seen or felt with a passing hand. I'm not exactly sure how Tesla feels about people being on their property taking videos of other people's cars before delivery. The whole thing seems a little bit creepy to me. Um, that said, I did find the videos from The Electric Man to be of value. He goes over Model 3s and Model Ys and focuses his attention on popular gapping issues that new drivers should notice before they drive off the lot in their new EV. He even mentions that new Tesla owners should be taking at least 30 minutes to go over all possible exterior and interior fit and finish issues and to definitely bring along a checklist specific to your vehicle that is being delivered so you don't accidentally gloss over possible issues during the excitement of taking on your EV. So you should definitely check out the InsideEVs.com article. I was quite surprised to still see Tesla having to deal with fit and finish issues. And another week has gone by, and we might as well see what has transpired since last week over at Gigafactory Texas. And thanks again to Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts for their daily drone videos. Thankfully, uh, things have dried up this past week compared to the mess that people were working in last week. In Joe Tegmeyer's June 10th video, we're starting to see some of the interior fit-up that is happening. So if you were curious and what is happening inside of Gigafactory Texas, you should definitely check out his video. 18 concrete columns are now set up in the area to the north of the casting plant and there's evidence of more castings over the past week with over 1,000 completed to date. Precast stormwater storage chambers are being placed in the middle of the Gigafactory just below the ground level floor slab and structural steel construction is proceeding in the southwest corner of the Megapad area. General leveling of the area is still continuing at the proposed battery cathode and lithium hydroxide processing facility, although GOPR work at this location seems to have been stalled out from last week's rains. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 46. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below, or you could head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. Currently, the only person to use my referral program link is Chatty, so thanks, Chatty, for making use of that. Uh, hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Model S Delivery Yay. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, you could throw me an email at howigotmytessa at gmail.com. And I need to shout out my patrons who support me at my V3 supercharging level. So thanks again to my brother Nick for your continued support. 
As always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. 